Welcome to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Blarney. Coming up this week, we look ahead to London Irish's trip to the wreck to play Bath in the Aviva Premiership with Richard Whiffin. And we bring you all the latest team news ahead of tomorrow night's game at the wreck and chat to Captain George Givington. This week, London Irish travelled to the wreck to play Bath in the Aviva Premiership with a 7.45pm kickoff. Last time the two sides met, it was Bath that came out on top 23-33 at the Medesi Stadium. Andrew, how do you see this one go? Listen, I don't think Glenn or Richard or the squad are under any illusions that this is going to be a very tough challenge. Um, Bath are currently the form side of the league, done very well in Europe as well, very unlucky to go to Leinster and lose, but very powerful up front, dominant scrum, threats all over the park, probably the best playmaker in the league in, in George Ford, who just keeps them ticking over. And uh, Carl Eastman comes back into the midfield to, to play alongside Jonathan Joseph this weekend. So. You look at their side on paper, it's formidable. It's going to be a very tough ask. But, you know, London Irish are coming into the contest off the back of, I think, their three wins in four games. So the Premiership form guide for London Irish is pretty good at the minute. But, um, you know, going from Sale to Bath at the wreck, it's a, it's, a, it's a significant step up. And London Irish are going to have to be at their very best if they're, they're going to challenge for a result on, on Friday evening. It's certainly going to be a big challenge, um, but as you mentioned, Irish are on the up as it were, the form guides would, su- would suggest, and there's still quite a lot for London Irish to play for this season. Oh yeah, I mean, we'll speak to Richard Whiffen later, and I, I know Richard's going to allude to the fact that we've got two teams just above us in the league that are well in our sights, and that's a clear target. There's three games left, that's potentially 15 points to play for. Um, so plenty for London Irish to play for, it's not just Bath on Friday evening that have uh, have plenty to play for um, and there's you know players pushing for next season that want to you know put down a marker the likes of Richard Powerman who if he can play the next three games can turn around to Tom Coventry and say listen I start the last three games surely I should have a right to be competing for that position come the the 16th of uh, October when London Irish potentially play their first game of the season so it's uh, you know plenty to play for for London Irish plenty of individuals to play for in terms of next season and putting their hand up for selection for Gloucester and Wasp as well. And also a few familiar faces both on the pitch and off the pitch uh, on the bar side. Do you think that's going to add a, an extra bit of spice to the Yeah, occasion? I mean certainly. It's, you talk to any player when you come up against a friend uh, in any walk of life I guess you've always got a point to prove I think with Bath behind the scenes they've got Toby Boo they've got Neil Hatley they've got Alan Ryan they've got David Williams who works with the academy and then obviously on the playing roster <laughs> where they're not short of players they've got you know Anthony Watson Jonathan Joseph Max Laheef Tom Homer Matt Garvey David Cece all players that they could select uh, and you see that JJ and Anthony will start and they'll bring in Max and, and Matt Garvey off the bench so real London Irish flavour to the fixture um, players that learnt their trade at London Irish and now applying it elsewhere so it's part and parcel of the sport it's part and parcel of what we have to get used to and and what happens and uh, yeah I mean on the pitch it'll be fierce and I'm sure off it everyone will be uh, having a chat and a good catch up and now we welcome backs coach Richard Whiffin to the Blarney so we're joined by Richard Whiffin the club's backs coach Richard thanks very much for taking the time to speak to us Big game for London Irish tomorrow, heading to Bath, it's a formidable place to go, the recreation ground, and obviously a formidable opponent as well. Yeah, they're playing very well at the moment, um, they've obviously got their England internationals back and um, are starting to, to obviously look towards their playoff ambitions. We know they'll have sold out sort of 12, 14,000 down at the wreck on a Friday night, it'll be a great atmosphere, um, and we're just planning on going down there and, and spoiling the party really. And they've got 
former London Irish players in their in their ranks and former London London Irish coaches in their ranks as well. How do you feel about going up against people that obviously you've worked with and obviously players you've coached uh, back at London Irish? Um, obviously, had a f- huge respect and, and friendship with uh, with Boothie when he was here, and so going up against him, it, it does bring a- a- added spice to it for, for myself. And you know, trying to almost get one over one of your, one of your mates is, uh, is is nice, but obviously it's it's for the, for the team to perform well. Um, you speak about the players, and you know that. We know their talents as as well as anyone as as, as uh, you know they showed for us before they went down to Bath and you know it's fair play they've they've gone on and excelled down there, um, so it will be good coming up against them I think you know the players will enjoy coming up against some of their old friends in uh, in JJ and and, and Watson and Garves. Um, but yeah, from a coaching point of view, it'd be nice to see the, the coaches again. I haven't seen them for a while, but also you know really put our wits against them and you know see who comes out on top. There's, a, there's certainly a few special plays uh, being put in this week for, for that. And that was going to be the next question. What, what have you been working on? Because let's be honest, we're coming up against a very strong, powerful driving team, scrummaging team. George Ford arguably the, the best playmaker in the league as well. So they've got threats all over the park. What, are, what have the squad worked on and what have you and, and Glenn worked on this week? You know, we've had two weeks really um, build up into the game um, and you know, we've dealt heavily looking at their, um, you know, they've, they've got some offensive threats with, with the drive, the scrum and, and like you say, the, the, the ability that George Ford brings to the team. But um, so you know we've looked at that and we've we've got our systems and and we trust our systems that we can deal with that. Um, but really we've been, we've really been concentrating on ourselves. Um, you know we've we've played well the last well the last two or three months really since Glenn took over. Um, our form suggests that in the league. You know we're currently since 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 Glenn took over we're sixth in the league in terms of the form for the last six games. So we're confident in the way they are playing, and we've focused on how can we. Uh, apply pressure onto Bath and 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 really you know turn the tables as such as to what the uh, as to, to what you know everyone out, outside of London Irish thinks might happen. And yourself and Glenn, you've just been forced into the one uh, personnel change with Nick Rouse missing out. Jeb's moved forward into the second row. Luke Narraway comes into the back row. From a backs point of view, you've you've chosen not to make any changes from from the match against Sale, leaving Shane on the bench. Is there any reasons for that? Um, well, obviously Shane missed the Sale game uh, through injury, um, and he hasn't trained a lot uh, the last two weeks. Only really came back in at the beginning of the week, and with it being a Friday game, short week, we just felt you know uh, Chris had a good game against Sale, ran ran the ran the team well, and, and deserves another crack. Um, and it's always nice to have you know some strength on the bench, and you know we we can we know we can rely on Shane to to come on whether that's on minute one or, or minute seventy nine and, and really make an impact on it. So you know Shane's a big impact player um, off the bench, and I'd, I'd imagine when he does come on, he'll uh, he'll change the tempo of the game and you know and look to look to add his um, you know, special ability to that. And for tomorrow evening, I mean supporters might look at this game and go Bath, everything to play for, London Irish. Not really much to play for. How how are you looking at it from a from a coaching point of view? Three games left. Gloucester and Quinn's obviously in your sight. Is that the aim? Yeah, exactly. We've we've looked at where where we are on the table, and, and they're mathematically um, two teams that we can we can get and really try and claw up and you know and and, and make the, the the table look better at the end of the season. But more important to that is we're still trying to improve as a team. We set up we set out goals um, at the very beginning of the season and reassess them in um, in in the mid season change and. 
a lot of it was about enjoying ourselves and improving and the, the boys are enjoying themselves because we're playing an attractive brand of rugby um, but we are seeing improvement as well so on top of trying to gain as many places in the league as we can we just want to every week go out there and enjoy ourselves but just keep improving um, looking looking forward to a strong end of the season Well Richard thanks very much for joining us all the best uh, at the rec and we'll speak to you again soon Thank you guys and as you heard there, Chris Noakes starting at 10. Andrew, can you run us through the rest of the team news? Yeah, so the the front row is the same as it was for sale. So Tom Court at loose head, David Pace at hooker and Richard Palferman retaining the tight head jersey, number three. George Skimmerson captains aside from the second row and is joined by Jeb Sinclair who moves forward um, in place of the injured Nick Rouse. And... Luke Narraway starts at six with Jeb moving forward um, and plays in the back row alongside Blair Cowan and Tom Guest. And the backs remain the same as they were for sale. So Darren Allenson retains that scrum half jersey. Chris Noakes, as you mentioned, Mike, starts at 10. The centres, Fergus Mulcrone and, and Owen Griffin. Uh, and the back three of Alex Lewington, Topsy Ojo and Andrew Fenby. And on the bench, we have Jared Ellis, Jamie Hagen, Halani Orlika, Dan Leo, Sean Cox, Tomaso Leary, Shane Geraghty, and Eamon Sheridan. So, uh, plenty of continuity, plenty of players that have played together recently, um, which should hold Irish in good stead. But uh, obviously, as we've alluded to, um, the Bath team on paper, rightly very strong too. So, should make for a great contest. And just looking through that team, obviously Richard Palferman rightly got a lot of the a lot of the plaudits last time out for a brilliant first performance, but also it was the first real game time of the season for Gerard Ellis as well and he, he keeps his place on the bench he made a great impact off the bench lots of good good running from him can you get, tell us a little bit more about Gerard Ellis? Yeah I think everyone within the organisation and many of the supporters know the potential Gerard Ellis has unfortunately for Gerard, he's been plagued by injuries uh, for much of his time at London Irish and whenever he gets a run of games unfortunately that's stunted by, by an injury so he's overcome his ankle injury um, Glenn and the rehab team have given him plenty of time to prove his fitness and as you as you say he came on and did a very good job he offers versatility he can come on in the, in the back row as well if, if, if needed um, but obviously he's pushing, uh, pushing sorry, David Pace for that, that hooking jersey um, and again it's, it's the same as we said for all the others Gerard wants to you know, play as much as he can before the off season to give himself every chance of putting his best foot forward for next season and Richard Palfman, I mean, what can you say? What a great debut. He had his dad in the crowd watching. He performed brilliantly. Um, but with all due respect to, to, to um, Tommy Taylor and Ross Harrison, he's got a different animal this week. He's coming up against Rob Webber, England international, and Paul James, uh, Wales international. We all know Paul James's pedigree as a scrummager. So big, big task for Richard. But, you know, he's a, he's a, young, he's a young lad. He... Uh, just needs to go out there and you know he, he's proved in training at London Irish against international caliber players what he can do and he just needs to replicate that form and take it into the match situations um, but two very promising young lads coming through our academy and now proving on the premiership stage what they can do and how appropriate Mike that uh, on St George's Day we are joined by London Irish captain George Skivington to preview the fixture with Bath Okay, so George, thank you for joining us on the Blarney podcast. Bath this weekend, uh, it's going to be a big game for Irish. Yeah, it's massive. I mean, um, you know, we, uh, we've had a couple of good wins in the Premiership and, um, you know, it's, we're still chasing possible ninth spot if we can get that, you know, even more if, if things were to fall in our favour. So, 
uh, yeah, it's an exciting game because you know there's a few old faces from London Irish there and that sort of thing, and um, it's uh, we've had some good contests with them in the last couple of years. So yeah, looking forward to it. And Bath are obviously performing very well this season, contesting for that top spot. Where do you see their main threats coming from? Uh, I mean, that's tough. As a forward, I'd say you know their pack is a is a real force. They've got one of the best scrums in the league. Um, so you know they're, they're a big old pack. They're sort of one to eight big guys. Um, and then you've got their back line, obviously. The obvious threats like Ford and Joseph and Watson and those guys who um, have obviously been performing really, really well for England and club. And you've been out on the training pitch all week this week getting ready for this game. What sort of things have you been working off to try and counteract those threats? Yeah, well, again, we've looked at all, all the threats. It's, it's difficult to cover everything with a team like Bath because, as I say, big pack, fast backs, you know, they, they've got lots of threats. So we've done our best to, to look at certain areas we think we can combat them in. Um, and it'll be one of those things if we manage to get those right then we'll have to deal with the other threats as, as they come at us but yeah I mean we're, you know, we're fairly confident that we know the way they're going to play that, that doesn't make it any easier to stop and obviously it's a Friday night game down at the wreck the atmosphere is going to be incredible it's a sellout crowd what do you guys try and do to try and counteract that sort of what can be quite a hostile environment down there yeah I mean for me personally I quite enjoy a hostile environment I think um you know, when you're going somewhere as underdogs, and which we will be against a, a team in the top four, it's you know, it's the everything's against you really. It, you know, they, they're obviously going to be favourites for the game, um, and the fans will be outnumbered, you know, on our part. But obviously, our, we'll have plenty of fans there as well, and um, it's just one of those things. You sort of got to embrace it for what it is, and and try and use it to your advantage rather than get bogged down by it. And as you mentioned there, Irish, you know, some people may see them going into this game as the underdogs. Do you think you can use that in your favour? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've been underdogs a few times in the last few years, so it's not, uh, it's nothing new for us, you know. But, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things, you know, sometimes it, it can work in your favour, sometimes it can it can get in your head and, and you can believe you're the underdog, which, you know, again, is, is OK sometimes, but yeah, sometimes you don't want to be the underdog and some guys thrive on different things. You know, some guys want to be underdogs some guys want to be the champions straight away and, and talked up and all the rest of it so it's very much individual as to how you respond but as a team you know we, we know what we're playing for and um, you know it's, it's different to what Bath's playing for but uh, it, it should make for a good contest and that's all for this week make sure you comment and subscribe on iTunes thank you very much for listening and we'll be back with another Blarney next week Thank you for listening to The Blarney, the official London Irish podcast.